This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic, and you're listening to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. This week, I had such a great time connecting with an old friend, an old pal, an old colleague, Dr. Mateo Martinez. And he's a guy who I graduated with at, uh, went to the same school at Parker College at the time of chiropractic, which is now known as Parker University. And I wish we we connected deeper, but spirit and all that wasn't aligned at the level at that time, but as he's done amazing things since coming out of school and He'll share that journey of what he's doing for humanity, consciousness, healing, and and, and so many more good things. This is this is really a great conversation. Part one of who knows if it's two, three, five, seven. I really don't know. I know I'm going to be having him back on again soon here. And to continue our conversation, because there were so many gems, we didn't realize how fast the time went. So it's going to be one of my longer interviews. It's almost an hour of this podcast is going to be. Uh, we talked for about 50-something minutes, but just to tell you a little bit about it so I don't waste any more time here, Dr. Mateo graduated from Parker University in Dallas. He's the owner of Absolute Health Clinic, first clinic health clinic to combine an urgent care and alternative health care, and the first health clinic in the world to have a Blue Room technology in Washington. He's the developer and co-owner of the Blue Room. Um, he is the inventor of the Blue Grow System. He's the owner and operator of Blue Hawaii Clinic and Blue Health Retreat on the Big Island. 
He's the inventor and owner of Blue Shield Tech, which specializes in EMF protection devices. And he's the inventor and owner of the Life Vessel. Highly recommend. The links are all in the show notes for you to check these things out. But awesome, dude. Great combo. It's two friends kicking back, having a conversation, sharing our stories, and so much more. So without any further ado, here is Dr. Mateo Martinez. Doc, welcome to the show. I'm honored, my friend. Thank you very much for having me on. This is well overdue. As you know, just as much as I've been seeing all the amazing things you're doing for humanity, seeing your growth and all that. And I was just like, you are definitely somebody I just needed to catch up with you anyhow. Um, and this is one thing we we're just chatting before, like the beauty of social media keeps us in touch with people, right? In some ways. But uh Love to have you here and now just share your story. And I love to get first into the Cairo story and then lead that into your whole blues blue rooms and everything else, man. The floor is yours. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna get, I know I'm gonna learn a few things here that I didn't know about <laughs> you. So let's let, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love that you and I met in chiropractic school, you know, and and what's really cool for me, and I was we were just talking about this, is that um I get to see you when we were students and i get to see this evolution of a, of a beautiful man over the course of years and and what we can do with adversity what we can do with dreaming what we can do with like that purpose when you wake up with that purpose that that, that purpose-driven life and so as, as a man to man you know i i, I was going to say this a minute ago but i'm going to say it now everybody can hear it i love you brother I'm, I'm proud of you man this is just so cool for me to be able to see this and when you see another brother thrive, it's something we don't acknowledge as men enough. You know, it seemed like there's another, oh my God, you're, you're doing so great. Look at you uplifting people, doing the good work. You know, you, you're a husband, you're, you're, you're a doctor, you're doing this. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that example. And I'm happy to be on the show. Really do really mean that. Much love to you, brother. And I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Okay. So my, my story goes back, um, Gosh, you know, I didn't plan on going to Cairo school. This is this is the truth. I, I it was interesting. I, uh, you know, premedited it in college. Was was gonna go. Took the MCATs. Did the whole thing. And um, you know, laugh at this. My my father's from Ecuador. I even got accepted into medical school in Ecuador. You know, the University of the Quito Medical. Uh, you know, I was I was going doing my thing, and. Got into, um, interestingly enough, a, a class that we would call differential diagnosis, right? And we're in class, and I've heard this before, but this is really interesting. This really got me. Um, our instructor said, "Okay, this is gonna this is gonna be a diagnosis class. Is gonna how you're, you're gonna learn how to diagnose patients, and don't ever listen to what they say. They don't know anything about their bodies. They don't know anything about diagnosis. They don't know anything about medicine." It's the last thing you want to take is their account of what's happening to their body. And I remember sitting in class and going, I've been a patient. That doesn't sound reasonable to me at all. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I, I, this, this isn't working. And so I, I got through gross anatomy and, you know, doing all of the cadaver work and everything. And one of the instructors came up to me and says, you're too gentle with, with this. I don't think you're going to be cut out to be a doctor. And I remember going home 
and sitting down and go, this is not the type of doctor I want to be. So I started investigating into chiropractic and found Parker and just relocated everything I had to Dallas. Never, never been to Dallas in my life. You know, didn't, didn't know anything. Um, my family kind of basically was like, good luck, kid. You know, we're not supporting you financially or, or emotionally or anything. You know, go, go do what you're going to do. Uh, so moved to Dallas on a dream. And that dream was to get through Parker and get through boards and be, become a, a doctor through chiropractic. Because I love chiropractic. Jived with it from the time I, I was first adjusted when I was about 12. Um, just felt the magic in it. Knew that this is what I wanted really to do with my patients. I wanted to give them some magic. I think magic is another word that we have for hope. And there's very little hope in in this world as it is unless you really want to look and, and most of us aren't even trained to look for that we're not even trained to look for hope in our bodies we think we're so limited by pathology or emotions or or a lack there's always a lack of something and i found with chiropractic what i love is that with these two hands you can go anywhere in the world and you can do your, your hope you can do your magic and i love that aspect of it didn't need medication didn't need an instrumentation didn't need a surgery let me put this healing touch on you. Let's let's communicate, you know, as a doctor to patient or or human to human, and let's see what we can do. And and you and I both know, I mean, there's miracles that come out with adjusting. I mean, it it is a, it is one of the most beautiful, simple in a way, ways to help people. And and I fell in love with it right away. And getting through Parker that was interesting. I mean, we can talk about that. I struggled. I mean, I did. It was. Um, <laughs> there was a financial aspect. There was being in, in the South Dallas aspect. You know, it was, I was happy. There were people like you talked about earlier from all over the world at Parker, you know, going there from almost every country you could imagine, because at the time you and I went, that was the premier school in the world for chiropractic. It was, it was the best of the best. And so that part helped a lot, but I, I mean, I had to get a job bouncing on the weekend, because that's the only job. I mean, I, I got stories I could tell about that. And then, you know, uh, getting stabbed one more or one early morning and walking in because I had a test and I was scared to death to mess the test. You know, <laughs> Just, Oh, yeah. You know, was it Michael Hall's class? <laughs> yeah, it probably was Michael's class because he didn't give a crap. You know, and I had a I had a maxi pad, you know, taped onto my my stab wound, you know, and going in there and <laughs> getting the Scantron out and going what exam is this? I'm a little bit in shock here. Let me get through this. But, you know, I mean, it was, it was still beautiful. It was um, a great experience. And I, I think often about that time with a lot of love, a lot of patience with myself and, oh, the direction I, I went right afterwards, which I think most of us do um, is I want to get right into practice. I need to make some money. I got to pay my student loans off. You know, it's, um, you know, there's always that, I want to help people, but when you get down the road and you, you're passing boards or your hope that you're passing boards and you're paying this money to take these exams. And if you fail these exams, you know, there's a pressure of, I got to pay for this again. It's expensive. I've got to relocate. I mean, all of these things, you know, start a practice, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, school doesn't really prepare you in a way for that. And you just got to kind of get out there and get through this beautiful thing called adversity which that's really what makes you who you are. You know, we all strive for comfort, which I understand. And it's a beautiful thing to have that comfort, but comfort isn't what makes you who you are. 
You know, when you get home from your hard day and you sit on the couch at the end of the day, it's not the couch and sitting there makes you what you are. It's the adversity that you went through during the day. And so when I turn my focus on, I love the adversity I've been through. It really changed the course of my life um, to allowing God, the universe, in Hawaii, we call them Wakua, whatever you want to call that, that entity, um, gave it a free space to work in my life with gratitude. And so five years into practice, very, very busy. Um, you know, I mean, I was doing like 600 plus thousand just in patient visits, you know, uh, in, in monetary units. I mean, it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't have that focus. My focus was to help as many people as I could, you know, and that just was a byproduct of it. And with that, that success, you know, we talked about, I was working the, the six, seven days a week, you know, burnout hit me. And, you know, I went to the universe again and said, Hey, okay, I, 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 I'm in my purpose, but I'm not quite feeling that purpose. I'm like, what, what else am I missing here? And about that time, a beautiful mentor came into my life and they taught me a kind of a three phrase affirmation to start in the morning. You know, if, if you want to really experience life and it, and it goes like this, it's, I want to see what I've never seen. I want to hear what I've never heard. And I want to understand what I don't understand. And you start, yeah, it, it just opens you up to these beautiful experiences. And, you know, I mean, as soon as I started doing that, oh, here comes the, the experiences. I mean, oh, my God. You know, relationship difficulties, which is the adversity. It's a beautiful part. It, it tells you about who you are. Practice, to, you know, interesting thing, diversities. Um, you know, I had, I'm sure all of us can, can attest to employee problems and then this, this, and this. And, and um, then the Blue Room came into my life. Um, you know, and the Blue Room basically was a technology given to a channel called Jay-Z Knight, who was one of my patients. And she channels a, a being called Ramtha. And when she leaves her body, she's taken to different places and shown different things. Well, she was taken aboard what she calls a spaceship. She's not even 100% sure this, what, this is what it was and was shown some technology which would help heal the spirit or the god or whatever you want to call this inside of inside of man and so you can imagine i'm i'm her doctor and she sits me down for you know just a minute and talks to me about this at the time and she goes do you think it's possible to bring this technology here you know i mean everything's going through my mind like no i mean oh my god how would i know what am i going to do but i've been saying that affirmation about i want to know what i don't know i want to see what i haven't seen and i want to understand what i haven't understand so here it is right right in my face and um so we took the task of taking what she understood about this technology the, the geometrical shape the feeling the frequency the vibrations the lighting everything and we began to go through a long arduous process of trying to get it right because you know when she went in the room she'd feel it okay that's not it that's not it that's not it so you can imagine how long that scientific process was i mean that, that was long and we finally got it and here's the interesting thing we couldn't find any backers who actually wanted to help us do scientific research so i went out on the limb and said you know what 
nobody's biting at this. I'm going to open this up in my clinic. And oh God, my partner at the time was like, don't you dare. My attorney was like, there is no way this is going to work out for you. We can't even find insurance for this. You know, there's no underwriters that want to do anything with this. This is experimental. And and I go, basically, it's, it's geometry and it's sound and it's vibration. Okay, it's no different than grounding or anything else that's out there. But yet I, I couldn't. So anyways, make a long story short, finally found some some insurance, um, very expensive insurance to cover in the office for it. And I began my own trials. And what I found in people was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, anything from their blood work coming back crystal clear after it was just all messed up in all different types away from hormones to, to white blood cells to, I mean, vitamin D levels, many different things to, okay, I'm going to bring this up. You know, our, our grumpy patients, you, you just, you just got, it. I mean, they, yeah, they, they come in there. Um, there's nothing you can do. You, you try your best, put a smile on your face, give them a hug, you know, adjust them the best you can. And they're still just, there's just something in there. And you're like, yeah, okay. You know, this, this is the way they are. Those people were coming out and hugging me, which would never allow me to have a hug after this blue room experience. So I knew there was something there. So yeah. So we, we started doing a lot of research. Finally, we got the research back and we got um, our patent done and, um, we got approved as a medical device in, in lots of different countries, except for the U.S. Of course, I couldn't get, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't quite get that done. But we were able to go by with what we call a meditation chamber or meditation room. And then the work really started. I started traveling around the world, installing these things, and seeing the miracles in all these different countries. I went to almost every country there is in the world to install a blue room. And then the pandemic hit. And I just retired from, from everything. Uh, what I, I thought, I thought I was going to retire from, from everything. And, you know, bought a little farm and um, got cows and horses and chickens and kind of just put the brakes on what my life was before, which was an adjustment. And then the interesting thing is I started getting spiritual downloads and meetings with um, different entities said, okay, there's, there's other parts of this, you know, you, you're needed to do some other work. And so that's where I'm at right now, kind of doing that other work, but that's like the reader's digest version. I mean, there's a lot of battles in there and like good humor and all that other stuff, but, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've been doing in a nutshell. I love it, brother. So were you always open to the energy realms and channeling and all this kind of stuff? Um, like mm -hmm. at, from Parker on? You know, that's <laughs> yes and no. Um, you know, I was raised by um, my mama's going to smack me, but um, she's kind of a, of a of a witchy woman in a way. You know, no offense, mama, if you hear this. Um, you know, she she was raised Christian Catholic. But she always had that wonderful deliverance to me of the spiritual realm of like you know this is there is more to it than just this there there is that that spirit of everything you know whether it's mother earth or an animal or or the sky and that's part of the the indigenous culture that, that my mama has so she kept that so luckily you know if i ever came to her and said mom i saw a ghost she would go into it and say describe it what did it say to you what what was the feeling what, what was your understanding 
you know, and, you know, we talked about different things that were possibilities um, in that realm. And then my papa was from Ecuador, Latin America. And so he always had a little bit of air of superstition or understanding of the supernatural because it, it, it's just it's just part of the culture. So I was very blessed early on to have that freedom. And I think once I got into like my adolescent years, I wanted to fit in. So I didn't want to have those conversations with people. You know, I, I kind of blocked that spiritual side out, you know, that was very prominent in me. And, and just so I could have a conversation and fit in. And, I, you know, what I like to call is like have a safe adolescent experience. Yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't that way. But um, and then, you know, I you know, so I didn't turn it on for a lot of years, um, even though I was having spiritual experiences. You know, I, I didn't even when we met, I if you would have said, like, you know, hey, do you see ghosts? I'd be like, oh, hell no. Who sees ghosts? That's ridiculous. You know, I would, and which would have been bullshit because I absolutely do have those experiences, you know, but um, I didn't really allow it to be the truth of my existence until around 2012, 2011 ish. And that was freedom for me to be able to discuss that with with my patients my my partner my family it's like this is this is real you know i don't i don't want to exclude this from my life anymore i want to have this as as part of of my story of who i am and what i am and what i can experience in my life and i think a lot of people are kind of that way even with religious experience we don't magnify enough how beautiful that experience is number one and then also it's what you and i are you know i'm i'm looking at a spiritual being right now you just have a nice you know wonderful suit here that we get to use to have this experience in this in this world but we all are that and and then i started to realize this is the most important thing if i don't see you for the soul or the god or that universe that you are how am I ever going to find my real connection to you? And that changed everything in, in my life. It, it gave me even more depth in my relationship. It gave me more depth in my experience. And then it went into my practice realm of, you know, magnetics and grounding and the energy exchange that we have from living things. And then into nutrition about the energy exchange from living things. And really when it gets down, everything is energy well, my God, we're all speaking energy. It's, we think it's English that, you know, is going on on this podcast, but this is energy. You know, this is absolutely energy. And then it's like, boom, an explosion. Here goes my life. And, you know, I'm in LA all of a sudden. I have all these celebrity patients. You know, I'm going, wait a minute. I thought I was supposed to be retired here. I'm, I'm busier than I ever was. And realize that in, in my opinion as a doctor, the majority of my sick patients I have seen are the ones that are struggling to find their spiritual language. They're, they're, they're trying to express themselves, but they don't know how to speak that language yet. And so I find if I can give them a little direction, it makes all the difference in their healing journey and, and in whatever journey that they, they want to continue. And, you know, we don't come with a manual in this life. We're not born and saying, okay, you know, here you go, doc. Here's your manual for your life and your experience. You know, this is what you can expect and what you can't expect. I mean, even a Honda has a, a manual, you know, we can kind of explain, but, but not here. And, you know, people go, well, the religious texts, I go, yeah, okay. There's some, there is some good stuff in those. Absolutely. But where's the everyday? 
you know, where's the everyday, like in, in my life, how do I communicate to my ancestors? How do I communicate to my past self, my present self, my future self? How am I going to be downloaded from, you want to call it God or the universe or anything else? And it's simple for you to get that concept simply when you understand when any of us humans in these bodies go outside and it's sunny, you are getting a frequency of vibration and information download from our sun. You're getting this and your body takes that and it makes a beautiful hormone. It's not even a vitamin, it's a hormone called vitamin D. And it does, and we know it does so many things in the body. I mean, I mean, you and I could sit here and talk about what vitamin D for an hour, what it can do. And that's simply from you and I walking outside and getting the download from absorbing some sun. Now imagine what we're getting every day, all the time, through our pineal gland on the spiritual level. It, it's constant. But who's deciphering this? You know, who's who's out there to tell? And, and there are a lot of good gurus out there, but in the mainstream, there's not. You know, and there's people that are struggling because they hear this frequency, but they have no idea how to interpret it or how to move with it or how, how, what am I supposed to do with this in my life? And so here comes the blue room and you see people able to, in a moment, get that communication process. It's like, finally, I'm, I'm in a language class where they're going to teach me how to speak a language that I've been wanting to learn for my whole life. I'm going to be able to communicate now. I mean, you think if you and I couldn't communicate to each other, how frustrating that would be. And then so you take it on that spiritual level. And that's really what the Blue Room is capable of doing. And since then, I have another invention out called the Life Vessel, which is a different ge geometrical shape. It's dodecahedron. It's more like a Faraday cage. So it blocks out interference that is man-made, EMF, Wi-Fi, all of these other things from 5G towers. So you have more of a clear experience um, as a download from the universe. And dodecahedron is a platonic solid, which Plato did the first work, which is interesting that he knew all this. It represents the shape of the universe. And now we fast forward today, our, our scientists now go, yeah, the universe is actually dodecahedron shape. It's not what we used to think. And so that's where the life vessel is. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I think that was probably a lot. I think I'm, is it all, an hour already? I've been talking. I don't even know. <laughs> You're good, man. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, um, you know, kind of trying to put this all in um, a summary. I think when you're just out doing the work, you you look back at things and you go, okay, how am I going to summarize this? And it's just, it was part of of my destiny, my choice. Um, you know, I believe. And I'm not afraid to say this, when you decide you're going to come here and have an experience, you do what's called a soul contract. You're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and this and this, but that's your minimum of what you're going to do when you come here. That's like, in case I really get screwed up, this is like the minimum and people go, oh, my destiny, you know, and, and that's great. My, I want to accomplish my destiny, destiny. And I go, well, what if that's the minimum of what you came here to do? And I love it because when people sit back and go, oh shit. I go, oh yeah. There's a lot to do here. You know, your, your destiny is probably that minimum soul contract that you did. And I know that the work I'm doing is part of that. So there is so much more that's in between all the gaps that I'm saying um, that's happened in order for me to be where I'm at. But um, I'm sure you got a lot of questions. So I'll, I'll stop talking late.
Just want to take a quick break here and just share with you, if you've been enjoying this episode, please do me a huge favor and just share it with a friend, a family member, someone that you know would benefit or enjoy listening to this just like you are. If this is your first time listening to the episode, please subscribe if you haven't done so already. It allows you not to miss another update or episode release that we do. If you're enjoying this, please do me a huge favor and sh- share a review on whatever platform that you listen to at uh, the podcast on. It helps expand our reach and our mission out there and so much more. Now, let's go ahead and let's get back to the show. No, I love it, man. But the, the, the beautiful thing is, you know, for that to all happen, I mean, you're 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 open to it. You're you're allowing to be open. You're you're yeah. you're accepting. I mean, the whole thing with your phrase of, you know, show me the things I have not seen, you know, things I've not heard, and things I don't understand, understood. I mean, that that's that's keeping the door open and allowing life, which I think in right. so in my experience of what I do and whatnot now, it's like I just see so many people trying to, and it's comfort, right? We're trying to control our yeah. life as much as we can. And I really, me, I'm always trying to teach like my clients, like, hey, let's open the door to what life can offer you. I want you to go, I'm like, go watch Yes Man, okay? I'm not saying to yeah. do this deliberately, but kind of in a way mentally, just like always being open to what may come right. and and let these things go and let it just be. Uh, I can talk with you sacred geometry all day. I'm so big into it. I'm starting to get big into it. I told my wife I want to build like a a copper base, you know, dohesahedron. I can't even pronounce it right. Um, (laughs) So I can like meditate, put some crystal grids in there and do some PMF and just like go and then come back and be like, ah, that was fun. I went to outer space. I'm back. Holy cow. That was interesting. Yeah. Our ancestors knew it, you know, um, uh, you know, we can get into our ancestors, but I truly believe we were a great people and our history is not what really was our history. I think we're given a very watered down, um, Oh, the right phrase. So I don't piss off too many people, but yes, you could, you could be, you could be wrong real brother. It doesn't matter. Okay. 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 You know, we're, we're given a, a glimpse of our history that we crawled out basically from rocks rather than that. We were a great people that actually had some catastrophes happen to us. And, you know, you can just go back and look at some of the beautiful ge- sacred geometry there in our cathedrals that we can't do today. You know, we can go back to the pyramids that are all over the world. There's not just the ones in Egypt. And oh. we don't even understand the acoustics of, of these or how they how they, they work. And when you add um, into and you understanding the ionization that happens from grounding and you look at some of these monolithic structures and you stand on and the energy that you feel pouring through your body and you realize that there's a way for us to construct things that are so healing and so so opening and so giving and then you go back to your grade school days and you go well why did i learn about a pyramid or a circle or a square or a dodecahedron or you know an octagon what was the point of me learning these and and you start to realize that they give you a glimpse, a little glimpse of your your greatness, of, of what we were. And you start to understand that if you can give somebody a little bit of the truth, a tiny bit, they won't go searching for it because they think they have it. 
And that's, you can go all around, you know, we can get into the AMA and you can get into anything you want on that one, you know, but it, it's interesting. And, and you, I mean, you're right on about doing your meditation in an enhancing, I mean, we're sacred geometry. Our bodies are sacred geometry. I mean, if, if you really get down and you start looking at how we communicate and how our bodies move and, and the way that we utilize just the ionization of the planet and materials, you start to realize that we are much more than just these wonderful fleshy beings that are walking around in these designer clothes. And you start to understand that our greatness is minimized on purpose because if everybody got to the place where they could even meditate, I mean, it, it meditate for one, one moment, they would see God and, and the, or the universe or whatever they want to call it. And that would change everything for them. And money wouldn't be God. Politics wouldn't be God. You know, entertainment wouldn't be God. They would understand that there is something greater here that is connected to you there. And I want to have that conversation. I want to have that moment to investigate that. And that would change. That would change everything. So, yeah, um, getting back to the dodecahedron and the copper and all of those materials. So in the life vessel, yeah, I've got gold, copper, silver, crystals, you know, some um, some magnetism in a way. Copper is very interesting how it, how it reacts to to magnets. It almost puts up actually a, a field that repels, which is very interesting. So we can get into, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I've had so many patients since the pandemic come in with anxiety. I see anxiety, depression, panic attacks. I mean, that are just, I mean, it's gone like exponential. And finding a way to mitigate that, because, um, you know, you and I were born in a great time in the, the 90s that, you know, or we were born in the 90s, but we had a childhood in the 90s where there were no cell phones. There, there were no, you know, there was no Wi-Fi. There's no cell phone towers. There's nothing, you know, and truly my brain worked differently in a good way with all that, without all that interference. And it's hard for us to remember because they've strategically planned to like, okay, only the rich are going to have cell phones. Okay. They're a little cheaper. A little cheaper. Okay, now everybody on the planet. I mean, God, I've gone to poverty-stricken countries and been walking down places I probably shouldn't have. And you see little kids with cell phones. And I go, that's an $800 iPhone. How is that possible? You know, and I'm like, wait a minute, does mine really cost $800? Or is that just what they're putting the price on us? And you start, you start seeing some things and you go, okay, we know how powerful frequency and vibration are. It's a language. It's a communication. So... If everybody's carrying one of these around 24-7, what is that vibration? What is that frequency? What is that doing to us, our minds, our bodies, our way of thinking? Our, our What is that doing to us? And that's kind of where I'm at now in medicine. It's like, okay, we're being constantly bombarded. Here's a life vessel experience or here's a blue room experience. Let's, let's see if we can change some patterns in you. And uh, we can get into some other things later on if you want to. I've, I've got a great um, professor from the University of Zurich actually doing, um, well, she's a neurologist. She's a PhD in neurology. And uh, she's doing tests on people who get into the life vessel to see how um, anything from dopamine to serotonin is changing to what parts of the brain are activated and I can't share that yet, but once we get that back, it's going to be really cool to talk about it and and what we can do for people that are really suffering 
with um, a lot of different problems. And um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I love that, man. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like you're giving that people the opportunity to just remember the remember who they are. Because like I'm with you when I started to study and this was all happening in chiropractic school where I was studying energy and all this other stuff. And then I started studying the ancient civilizations. I was just memorized by the, the what like I always go. I used, what got me really, really blown away was when I looked at the Incas and they were like, yeah, look at the walls. They did the beautiful. They didn't have they didn't have lasers. We, we can't create that. Like still to this day with all our technology, we can't create how perfect that was. And I sat there. I'm like. I don't think we're really that advanced as a civilization as they're 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 leading us to believe. And I and then I done my own research and I look and I go, well, yeah, we're we're playing catch up to everything. Yeah, we we are. Yeah, and and, and it's go oh, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. no no go ahead. Oh, well, it it puts us in in looking at our ancestors. You know, they they want us to. Well, I'm just gonna. It, it's cool. We're gonna talk about this. We're gonna get this. Is fun. You know, we, we have this average age of death and they try to tell us that our ancestors only lived to be 30, you know, and, and we're broken down. And I'm thinking, you know what? I met my great grandfather, who was 90, who came out of a world war, a revolution from Ecuador. And this man was as hardy as I could remember, you know, um, and I, we, we tend if we can all think about it, we all had some some relatives that lived to be ripe old ages somehow you know, through a lot of different strategies and everything else. And just that aspect of understanding that reality is not everybody died in the 1800s or 1700s from a toothache, you know, is is really not the reality. And thank God vaccines came along. Otherwise, everybody would be dead. You know, it, it's, you know, it it's baffles me that people actually believe that narrative. And then you go and you see, like you said, the Inca walls. There is no, you can't even fit a piece of paper in between those those seams. I mean, it, it, it's like they use some type of technology that could actually melt the rocks into position, you know, and those stones are mega megalithic. I mean, there's no way that we, we don't even have cranes that can move those things, you know, and, and they got them in place. And so, you know, we look back into understanding that um, with frequency and vibration and understanding that bees and beetles and even hummingbirds don't really fly. You know, it, it's it's vibration and they're able to kind of do anti-gravity type stuff. And and our ancestors, I, I really know this, they understood that. And there's so much beauty in discovering all of our ancestors. You know, everybody, everybody has a beautiful beginning. Everybody, We're all the human race. You know, we all come from the same lineage. It, it doesn't matter if we're more melanated or less melanated or, or, or whatever we want to call it. You know, we all come from the same and all of us have beautiful and mystical beautiful things in our in our in our ancestry and it, that's important I, and i and i do think that that's why they want to shed kind of a a cloud over our our past is so we don't understand that we're, we're just one people you know th there's only one race on this planet you know and that's that's mankind that's humankind and i think that they do that in and on purpose, so we don't see that, you know, we're all divided. 
No, I totally agree. I mean, it's, I think we're, we're, I was, I shared this in one of my books where I talk about how the, the, I don't know if I, I I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, even though it's a CIA word, I don't like using it, but, but like, you know, it's like, everyone's like, all that, you know, when someone called, I'm a, people are proud to be like, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, no, don't say that because you're just giving into everything. You're giving into the agenda. You don't realize that. But anyway, long story short, it's like, they want to average out humans more. We're trying to mute this experience, which creates more misery rather than let us shine our light and really express who we really are. And that's just my, based on how I see things, not that how I see the world, but just the patterns from the indoctrination of schools and the school systems, right? An old 1920, 1930 system that yet is still being existed today where there's so many other ones out there that are actually more aligned um, to, you know, from a neural development standpoint as a chiropractor, right? You, we went to neural develop, how the brain develops, right? There's school systems that guide or letting a child just lead their life the way they want to. Oh, no children. They don't know any better. No, like I have a, I have an eight month old now and it's all about whatever she wants, whatever she's interested, like even with feeding, right? If she's interested in feeding. She feeds how she wants to feed. I'm not going to force her to feed. Here's your food. If you're, if you're interested, eat. If you're not, you're done, you're done and give her that that whole attribute of it. But, um, man, you and I, I knew, I knew this was going to be a fun, fun conversation. I can go all day with you. Cause I love how you brought, up, you brought up the bees and I'm, I love bumblebees. I, I absolutely love them. Um, you know, and I, I, I never, I was afraid of bees at one point in my life. My wife is deathly afraid of bees. And, <laughs> and I always tell her, I'm like, why are you worried? Like our, our my dog, he, he is anytime there's, he'll go attack bumblebees in the summer. And it's because there was one time a bumblebee came so close. I almost landed on my wife. She screeched. He right. saw bumblebee, said bumblebee's <laughs> bad. And that's been ever since that one moment, he literally every summer yeah. he goes looking for him. And I'm like, dude, leave him alone. Those are my favorite freaking bees. Don't be messing with them. But I, I studied them and it was interesting. You know, you brought this up. Like they're if you look at their weight compared to the wings. Oh, yeah. They shouldn't be flying. There, there's no way. Yeah. No, we've had engineers take a look at them and go, I, we don't we don't even understand this. There's no way they should have any lift, you know, and and right then and there, you would think that those engineers would actually take a step back and go, what does this bumblebee know that we don't know? And how are we looking at lift and how are we looking at at, at momentum and flight and, and, and the parameters that we're looking at it? And why don't we just really understand what this bumblebee knows? And and that's kind of that arrogance that we have, you know, and, and it goes back to, yeah, you know, we came out of rocks and caves and we didn't have any languages for 10,000 years and zero history. And, you know, it's, it's like, what are you talking about? How is that even fathomable? You know, I'm, I mean, I have kids and they, they write on everything. You know, I mean, you know so there, there had to be something within that time frame. You know, I love that. Yeah, and I think there's going to come a point where the truth is going to have to come out uh, because you know it's just like depending. Even if you look at religious background, like we're only six thousand years old, and I'm like, then I, I was born and raised Italian Roman Catholic, so that never really sat well with me. I'm like, we're only six thousand years old on this planet, but then of course I learned that nope, we're you know, oh this person's you know there's here's a, a bones and they're you know twenty thousand years old, thirty thousand years old, and it's right. like, but. Looking back at our ancestors, I mean, it's one of the things where when I was studying different civilizations, it's it's fascinating how advanced they were. I mean, oh, absolutely. And, I mean, so advanced. And I even had a, one of my I remember I was in physics class and um, 
I had this cool, I, it, it was destiny. This guy sat next to me. He was going to be a physicist. I was, you know, I was going to become a chiropractor. And he was showing me how they had computer technology, but in a different way, in like the 16, 1700s with wood and strings and how it can counter, counter, pute and all. He was very like, he was the guy, he was like planting seeds in me that I, at the time was like, that's cool. But then when I started to do my own journey, I was like, man, I'm so grateful for that guy. And I listened to what he was sharing because holy cow, was he ahead of his time? Like what he was sharing to me, helping me because like, cause you know, sometimes when you hear something for the first time, you're like, eh, I'll have to sit with that a little bit. Um, but this was like the second or the third. And I was like, okay, there's something to this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think those are what I like to call runners in your life. They, um, you already know what you want to experience. I, I truly believe that, you know, your soul intelligence is so much more than what we give it credit for. You, you know why you're here. You know, in, in here, you know why you're here. Up here is where you you kind of get lost in the weeds and, you know, you, you live whatever dream you were kind of fed as a child and, you know, you kind of tried to please people and situations and governments and politics. And I mean, everything gets thrown in there and it kind of throws you off of your, your path. Is that designed? I think so. I mean, I, I do. And, you know, like you're talking about, you get into where you, you listen to this and you start to look at things around you and little things come out in your life that go a little whisper here. Ah, okay. That's it. You know, this is a conversation. Okay. This is pulling me back to why I'm here. This is what I really wanted to experience. This is the truth, you know, and, and here it is right in front of me. And you're just like, thank you universe. Thank you, God. Thank you. Akua, whatever you want to call it. But going back to what we were talking about, about, um, getting into chiropractic and how this relates to chiropractic care is as you and I both know that the medical establishment tried to destroy chiropractic many times, you know, I mean, many, many, many times. And, and we can go to those stories later, but there is a beautiful analogy of the spine called Jacob's ladder. Have you ever heard this? I think I have, but uh, go ahead and explain it. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll take it from there if I did. Well, we're going to go into the, the biblical portion is that there is a story in the Old Testament about Jacob um, having a, an experience with an angel. And the angel basically is describing to him this ladder. And then we're going to go now to um, the spine. And if you understand Kundalini energy, or having moving energy up through your body and out through um, the top of your head. And you look at the people call them chakras or seals or whatever they want to call them. Chiropractically, you know, we know them as sacral, lumbar, thoracic, and cervical. And we know neurologically through this, there there is a efferent and afferent communication system that's going constantly. I mean, it's just going, 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 going. And our supercomputer which is our brain um, via our 12 cranial nerve gives us this experience that we're experiencing right now. So our interpretation of our, re our reality through our eyes, through our ears, through our, our senses, through our language, everything is, is being conducted through this beautiful neurological system that we have. And I believe it's been tuned for much more than what we use it for. And I mean, much, much more. I know that our neurological system is connected to our spirit, our, our God, our soul, however you want to call it. And so 
the reason why I'm so passionate about chiropractic is I, I understand this and I see that if you are not able to move that energy up and down through your spine because of what we want to call subluxation, misalignment, um, whatever you want to call it, there is an inherent problem for you to express yourself. You know, whether that's cellularly, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, it doesn't matter. It's all of those levels because we are a neurological being. So you're like we talked about earlier, you're hearing English. The, the viewers are going to hear English. And if we wanted to sp switch to Spanish or Italian or French or German, it wouldn't matter. You are hearing vibration with with different tones, vibration, frequency that is communication. Our brain is taking that and making a sense out of it, a language out of it that we understand like blue is this beautiful color that I'm looking at right now, but I am having a completely different experience with it spiritually. And chiropractic, what's so wonderful about it is that it can make that experience better. It can make that communication better. So, you know, we tend to try and strive you know, as chiropractic doctors for this. Uh, I don't do it anymore. But this place where, you know, I'm validated as a physician, I'm validated as a, as a healer. And I'm like, dude, we are at the pinnacle. We're at the pinnacle of, of what this experience is for people to become healthy because we're not just treating a physiological or neurological or a, an endocrine logical. We're, we're treating on all of those plus a spiritual, mental, emotional whole thing. And, and one of the things that I love is that, you know, we remember that what were subluxations caused from? Toxins, trauma, stresses, you know, I mean, you know, that, that whole thing. And you start to look at it and go, well, what if I'm spiritually completely stifled? What, what if I'm I'm not even talking to my spirit or God or the universe or, or Mother Earth or my ancestors or anything? And I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Well, we're, you know, we're not having these conversations. And, and I don't blame a lot of docs. They're a little scared to get people in their practice and they start going off. Well, I'm going to help you physically to get out of this pain. But I'm going to tell you, I don't think this pain is just your pain. I think this is your lack of being able to understand where you are in your life and who you are spiritually and, and emotionally. And you, you've got some stuff locked up here. And, and have, has anyone ever taught you how to breathe? I mean, you're not even breathing properly. I mean, and, and it goes into like this whole thing and people, you know, you, you adjust them. You don't have to say anything. Sometimes you just adjust them. If they've never been adjusted, they'll stand up and go, what the fuck was that? Like, why? Like, what, what did you do? You know, your, your, your witch magic, your hands, like, what if, you know, why, why am I crying? What is this experience? You know, and, and, um, you know, we, in school, you know, we're taught, you know, all of these different physiological reasons. And it's just, sometimes you just, you're, you're now connected with your, your soul. You're, you're here. You can feel your purpose again and things are moving up and down correctly. And so you're interpreting what you're supposed to be doing, but, but that's just like the coolest shit ever. And like you said, we, like I said earlier, we can go anywhere in the world with our hands and do this magic. We can do this work for people. And so everybody out there, if you're listening, you've never been adjusted, go get adjusted, go, go experience it. Couldn't agree with you more, man. I mean, it's one of those things I used to share. And of course I have to know my audience when I say this, but I used to always talk about like the flow of consciousness and that's just what we do, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah. improving that flow because it, it right. ties everything. Like you were saying, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, biochem, you name it. And yeah. it's like doing that. And it's funny. I haven't, I haven't been out. I've been out of practice for a little over a year and two months. I'm starting to do, I miss being in an office, but I don't know if I'm, I'm not feeling the pull. Spirit's <laughs> not pulling me to go back in to totally run my understand. own office, 
But Spirit did pull me in to say, hey, but go temp a little bit just so you don't miss it. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. It's a little money, not that I need it, but I was like, I can go and interact. And it's funny what you were talking about because first I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to go adjust. I haven't, I don't do manual. I usually do, I do practice torque release. I love that technique, but I I, I know a lot of different techniques. And I was like, I'm going to go do manual and this and that. And I remember I was adjusting this guy sitting there and I'm just like getting into my zone. I'm starting to feel it after the first few, I was like, all right, let me just, let me just get back to me. Who cares about temping and I'm worried, just, just be me. And I just went into the zone. I'm feeling this guy and I'm making an adjustment. He gets up and I just look at his eyes and I'm like, I miss seeing that. Now, I don't know if they can see it, but I see the energy expressing. You you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And he just looks at me. He goes, bro, he goes, what was that? And I just look (laughs) and I'm like, and he's been adjusting for five years. And I just look and I go, brother, just you really needed that adjustment. I mean, your eyes are clearing up. The energy is really starting to get bright. I go, it may sound a little weird to you, but I'm like, just uh, let me know how everything's going. Let the doc know and, uh, you know, we'll take it from there. Um, but it, it's so cool because I kept seeing it, kept seeing it, kept seeing it. And it's just like, I was like, man, I miss seeing that part because it's so cool when you you see somebody, it's like cloudiness over them, right. get adjusted, they get up and you're like, yeah, there, there's a shift there. I love this. Yeah, that's it's real. You know, it, it's about as real as you can get because you're you're not forcing a reaction and, and this is where I, I can get it. there is a place for drugs and surgeries and all that kind of stuff you know there's a place i absolutely believe that um but with drugs they are pushing a chemical reaction in your your body it, it's a manipulation in a, in a way and i love how they call us we we manipulate or we like no we don't you know it's this i can tell you this i love how i'm dd this is no you can hear me dd palmer this is no insult to you but you didn't discover chiropractic, man. This stuff has been around. I mean, my horses will go out and roll around on their backs and I can hear themselves adjust themselves. You know, this is something if you've had a spine and you've been around, you find ways. And I mean, I get up in the morning and my body self adjusts. Like roll out of bed. I'm at that age now where I get all the nice, wonderful settings. You know, it's like my body's going, yeah, OK, we need to be in alignment for this day. Let's get the spirit rolling. And it's it's interesting that that experience that your patient had right there. That's everything. You know, that's, that's so big for that person. And it gets understated in chiropractic so much that, that people go, Oh, that's the woo woo. That's the bull. Ha ha. That's this. And I'm like, no, 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 Stop, stop, stop right there. Stop right there. If you do that, if you start to minimize a patient's experience, what is, what is your reasoning behind that? What do you, why are you wanting to take that away from somebody? And the reason is we can get back into it is that they can't control that. You know, they can control a dose, they can control a surgery, they can control this, but they can't control that. And that's really what the establishment's fears is that having control over that. And then we can get into that control mechanism. We can get into the 5G towers, we can get into the Wi-Fi, we can get into this. And that's what really scientifically, not just my, I mean, it is my opinion. But really why we have so much of what we call this tech and, and AI out there is they want to take away that spiritual experience that we can't own that. And if we allow that to happen, we will no longer be a free people. And then we have to tie that into our history of are we an occupied planet? Wait a minute. Let me think about that for a minute. Were our people a great people, but were we conquered? 
Let me let me let me just hold up a second. So we know our governments all lie to us. Okay, that's a fact. Every government in the world's lied. Everyone. Period. And if you don't think that, do some research. You'll you'll wipe that that thought out of your mind pretty quickly. And if that's true, our history isn't what it is. Okay, our healing isn't what it should be. You know, our medicine is is really behind the times. And then you brought up wonderful thing. Our classroom settings have not changed in over 100 years. Our school settings, if you walk in a school, you still have an erase board and desk set up just like they were 100 years ago. Okay, time out here. Time out here. Everybody in the world has one of these, but we can't update our classrooms and our education system. Okay, if I was going to occupy a planet, if I was going to take over something, I would do it kind of the way that we're, we're doing it now. Put some fluoride in the water, put some chemtrails in the air, put some 5G in the air, you know, I mean, you know, and people go, well, that's the corporate structure. I said, well, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it whatever you want, but I think we need to be honest about it. And then let's go back into what we do as practitioners, as doctors, as physicians, as healers. It is a liberating experience for people. It is, it is giving them the best possible way to heal their bodies. You know, um, gosh, I've, I've seen everything from, oh, cancer to massive depressive um, episodes where they couldn't even leave their house to, you know, injured bones or muscles or you want to call it fibromyalgia or Lyme's disease or whatever you want to put a name on it. Come in and be committed to getting adjusted only, only adjusted, which is really interesting. And their outcomes are better than any other drug or anything they've been on. It doesn't matter what it is. And all I can say is like, look, all I did is help adjust. What your body did, you need to look at that miracle of what we are and explore that. that that's all I have to say to people, explore that. And it, what's cool to me is they, they come back and and I never try to push my inventions on people in my office. You know, if they see it and they go, what is that? I'm like, well, this is the blue room or this is the life vessel, you know, like, well, I want to try it. I'm like, okay, let's make an appointment. I never try to push it because I want that to be a raw experience. And it's the same thing. They get in there and they're like, what the fuck was that? Like, why, why am I like happy? You know, that's always the one that gets me. Why am I happy? I'm like, well, maybe that's where you should be. I, I don't know. But that joy, that hope, that that process is so important for people wanting to heal. And, you know, I, I know you've always been into working out. I, I know that's one of the, the conversations that we had back in the day was, you know, you, you've always worked out. And working out is, is great. I mean, I, I work out till the day I, I leave this plane. Um, but there's nothing like being adjusted. You, you know, and I can say on myself, if I'm getting grumpy or I'm, I'm in a bad mood or my digestive system's not working properly or I'm inflamed or I'm not sleeping well, you know, I go and get adjusted and I can say, and, and I'm, I'm a chiropractor, you know, I'll, I'm always surprised, like, how much I'm like, wow, I feel so good. You know, I, I, why did I do that three days ago? You, you know what I mean? It's, it's so interesting how we minimize I think in this in this world we minimize really the great great things, and we tend to maximize the things that are not so great. So, like you and I are having this beautiful conversation via technology. This is so much better than texting. I, I can tell you right now. You, you know what I mean. It, but most people, their communication process is through texting. 
and they lose that spiritual connection through it. They lose that that harmonics or that music or that vibration or, or frequency that's through what we're doing now. And so the same thing with chiropractic, they, we all try to minimize it because it can't, can it be that simple? Can it be that amazing? Can it be that wonderful? Yeah. Nice. No, I love that. I love everything you're sharing because it's so true. And I remember I used to tell patients all the time, health is always, health is actually a very simple process. We just overcomplicated it for many reasons, yeah. right? And it's the same thing like life. Life is very simple. Like when I teach principles on stuff, people are like, no, it can't be that simple. It's got to be way more complex, especially business people. They got to be more, way more complex. It can't be that simple to change my life and track this and do this. I'm like, because you were conditioned a certain way. The world wants you to think it's complex. Distract, distract, distract. Same thing like 5G and stuff like that. I mean, just the frequency of it itself, what it does to us. And then, you you know, but then what does it do to the nervous system, right? And I always love going to neurology because we're neurological beings. We're transmitting frequencies, right? I would say like, you can, you can see something, but there's 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 information going and, and it's, a, it's an electrical impulse and it goes to the brain. The brain deciphers it. And this is what we, 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 we give it as an experience. And so I'm like, neurology is everything. So I'm like, if we're being exposed to more things that lower our conscious level, pull us more into that reptilian brain, then the experience of life is very impulsive, reactive, overwhelmed. That's why like we saw like you just like you said you did, I did too. Uh, COVID hits and I already was trying to warn my patients a couple months before, like, we're going to probably be in lockdowns. Don't want to throw that out there just yet, but um, things are looking like they're moving a certain direction. And here's things I want you guys to start doing. I'm going to bring my mindset stuff in. Cause like you, I kind of kept my, I was doing coaching a little bit on the side and mindset and all this other stuff. And I incorporate very little into the practice, but I would always like my my email list and what I would educate on mindset with my other database. I always kept them separate, but I was like, I'm going to be blending things just so you guys can understand. Like I got to help as much as I possibly can um, through that journey. And and those who listened were very grateful. Those who didn't, well, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not here to, I'm just here to share a message. I always tell people, I don't, you you either accept it and that's great. If you don't, that's fine too. I'm not, I don't, and I'm learning as I go. Um, but yeah, brother, I mean, we can talk all day. I know we're going to have many other times to talk and uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I, I love this. I, I I knew we were going to gel. Uh, it's been a long so. time. Um, real quick though, can you tell us just a little bit, how can people find you, follow what you do, the work you're doing with, with the blue rooms and everything else? Yeah, I, I started a company called Blue Shield Tech. So you can get online and go blueshieldtech.com um, and you can find, I have 5G protectors that kind of help mitigate the 5g frequency in your home uh life vessel blue room information i even have a greenhouse called the blue grow system which utilizes sacred geometry and utilizing the magnetic forces of the earth to help grow uh, your food exponentially and also keeps your food um, from the chemtrail Uh, i don't really want to go into that anymore but it's it's a hard pollutants on our food that's coming down from, from the sky and there's a water filtration system on the inside. So you can grow things without it being contaminated. You can control your soil, control additives, all of those things. So I've got a few things on there, but it's blueshieldtech.com. And um, I'm happy to answer any questions for people too. I just want to help just like you, my, my brother, I just want to get out and help people. But um, yeah, I want to, I want to know more about your business mastery stuff. I mean, that's, 
something I'm still endeavoring to master in my life is a business side of things. You know, it, it's um, I do think some things really well, but that's it, what's interesting is this year uh, I've been changing my mindset to go, OK, I want to master this this year. I want to become the man that has these assets in order for me to help people more effectively. And so I'd love to chat with you more about that and, and to, to hear about what you've been doing. I've, I've seen a little bit, but I know this is kind of the, the door opening for me and you. And so I, I'm just, I appreciate you so much, very, very much. I appreciate you, brother. And yeah, I'd love to love to chat with you on all those things and so much more. For the listeners, I'll have all that information in the show notes for you guys to get connected. Check it out. I know I'm going to. I'm I'm very interested in the 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 blue growing stuff and all that stuff. I think that's that's fascinating and and yeah, that. But um I appreciate you so much, brother, for all that you're doing. Appreciate everybody. Aloha. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.